Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 6, Episode 1, where we watch Taskmaster, Season 4, Episode 6. Um, Chris Lorenz. This is Brian. Hey, this is James. Noah Singer. Max Maxter. Taskabeth. I'm Harrison Hoffman. Uh, if this is a, your first time listening to us, we watch a different reality show each week, and we discuss it in minute detail, figure out if it's good or bad. We've done a lot of them. What's uh, another name for minute detail? Minutia? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Minutia. We'll get to the minutia. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. Now to... you got a drink already. Come on. <laughs> uh, Harrison, what show do we watch this week? Taskmaster is our hilarious game show with a difference. As the Taskmaster, Greg Davies sets a series of stupefying tasks to a group of comedians with Alex Horn assisting as his right-hand man, coaxing the hopeful champions to show their creative competitiveness. That's Taskmaster on UK TV. This show, is, this show has changed like channels like four times. This is apparently common in the UK. It's a British show. Yes. It's on YouTube. There will be a link <laughs> in the show description. Yep. My guess it was on Channel 4. It was on Channel 4. It was also on Dave, I, I believe. Know. They have a channel called Dave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get into this. The show's a little different than our typical reality show. It is, there's a series of challenges given to a group of people, which are somewhat of a celebrity. I think that's debatable, as we can talk about that. And there's a winner at the end, gets to win nothing, essentially. (laughs) But (laughs) we'll get into the actual specifics. Sure. The format is, you have a bunch of people in a theater, including an audience, and you have five comedians, and each of these comedians is assigned a task that they do sort of off-site, and they sort of re-watch what they did six months ago. Uh, each committee, comedian sometimes takes a different approach to a task that's like, pass a camel through the smallest gap possible, and uh, points are rewarded just based on whatever the taskmaster wants. Um you know, sometimes it's based on, you know, who did the task the best. Sometimes it is uh, who did the funniest job. And yeah, that's the show. So one clarification, it's not just any camel. It is a miniature toy stuffed animal camel. Sure, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I think that's an important well, 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 clarification. Let's, let's get into the task. Let's just start <laughs> with the beginning of the show where there's two hosts. Greg Davis, which is the... Davies. Davies, thank you. <laughs> Got some real Greg Davies fans over there. (laughs) Uh, He is the, like, judge. He's the one that determines who wins and determines if you've broken any rules. Uh, Then we have Alex. Little Alex Horn is is what they call him. (laughs) Um, Uh, He is the person that, like, he's the referee during the task. He gives the task. He's, like, there like verifying things as we go along and he'll describe he's like kind of the play-by-play guy yeah his imdb uh title is assistant yes so (laughs) in in the show he's kind of playing a character of you know sort of greg davies little bitch yeah um the fun fact alex horn is the creator of the show so he wrote himself into Mm. this position um and yeah he's just like you know always like yeah, talking up the Taskmaster and how much he loves the Taskmaster and he loves his job. <laughs> and th- that sort of gave me pause for recommending the show to the podcast because people are playing characters, but I feel like every host on all of these shows is playing a character in a way. Yeah. So I decided to submit well, it. Uh, the, that, that's our favorite topic to discuss. Is, is it a, is reality, this a reality show? Or not? <laughs> Do we want to get into it this quick or should we hold on to uh, it? I think we should hold. We yeah, we should probably okay. go over the, yeah. the show. Yeah. The episode, sorry. Yeah. Let's go over, let's let's talk about this first challenge. Yeah. So each week, it seems, there's like a couple set challenges. One of them is bring something. Yeah, it's like show and tell. So they had to bring the best sheep-related item. Uh, and I have whatever one brought. Sure. Ooh. So we have Joe. No, Noel. Noel brought a wooden a woolen doll that he crocheted. Of himself. And it has a tiny penis. Yeah. And balls. And balls. Yeah. Don't forget the balls. One thing to note is I guarantee he did not crochet this doll. Definitely not. No. Uh, no one brought any of these things, really, I think. This is just a no, writing No, they do bring them in. Some people, uh, but, okay. So the idea is every show, somebody brings stuff in for the show and tell, and whoever wins a single show brings them home. 
the things they bring in are very real. Nobody actually goes home with it. Like everybody takes back what they brought in. So that's okay. not real. Uh, let's see. But like people have brought in like their marriage certificate and stuff. It's like <laughs> bring in the most do- important documents in your life and uh, so that's, we, that's we, funny. That's great. And we'll yeah. take it away from you forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Uh, we have Mel. She brought in raw wool. Just wool. Sure. Gross. She lost. <laughs> she was very ridiculed for bringing in this wool. Uh, she had some stupid story, too, about it. It was terrible. Well, she said that she found it. And I'm not sure how you just find you just it. Just pull it off the... Pull it off the sheep. Off the sheep, yeah. Yeah. You shear that you, sheep. You found my, a sheep and you took, <laughs> you took its wall. My favorite family activity. Uh, then we got Hugh Dennis. Yes. He brought in a sheep hat. That's correct. From he Kenya. Got from in Africa. You were more specific. Uh, then we got Joe. He brought in lamb shank. Uh, and we got Lolly brought in a sheep. An angry sheep that she adopted online, like a sheet a piece of paper, and she won. Yeah. She so the taskmaster went through all those five things, spent excruciating detail going over what these things were, and then picked his winner and who was the loser. So yeah. Um, and then each person is assigned points uh, per episode. So you know, best person gets five points, worst person gets one point. Yeah. So there's an actual like, this is. There is a taskmaster's making this stuff up, but at the end of the day, it's still like who won the most challenges yeah, like, yeah. throughout that. Does uh, each show have five tasks or does the amount of tasks vary? Uh, no, that is about correct. You have one show and tell task, three offsite tasks, and one in-person audience task. Hmm. Yeah. We can go over the next task, which you've already briefly discussed, which was get a camel, like a, a toy- stuffed camel. Stuffed camel through the smallest gap. A baby miniature toy stuffed camel. Yeah, it's hard to tell tell you exactly how big this thing is unless you've watched the episode. Cause I mean, that it's, definitely it's bigger than a soda can. It's but smaller than a bowling ball. Like two 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 hands. I think it's roughly head sized. Like yeah. it's not a beanie baby. Yeah. So yeah. like no. we, we it's yeah. bigger than a beanie baby. It's like smaller than a cabbage patch doll. Yeah. It's really hard to describe. Anyway, uh, we have a lot. felt like a decent description. (laughs) And yeah, then each comedian, (laughs) independent of all the other comedians, they don't know what the other comedians are doing, just tries to do this task in the best way possible. So Lolly. Well, like, it also seems like an important to note as part of the task. Like, they are written down a set of rules on this paper. Yes. They read them. And then, like, part, it seems like part of the game is trying to figure out how you can sort of bend the rules as much as you can. Ab- absolutely. That is the real delight of this show for me, <laughs> of reading the rules and me personally figuring out, okay, how would I do this? And then, you know, seeing my expectations blown out of the water by the comedians. <laughs> I mean, the comedians' real goal is to be the most entertaining. Yes. Because the most entertaining people get to be on the show more. Gotta like, get those style like points. Like, if you are not entertaining, but do these all the best. Like, uh, it, so I've watched four. I'm gonna call them seasons, even though the Brits call them series. I've watched four seasons of this, and uh, repeat. It, there's only been one repeat for like one challenge when they needed like a t- a team challenge of three people versus three people, but they only have five people, so they brought somebody in from a previous season. Okay, so each season is a new minutia. Person. Sorry. Okay, real minutia there. Uh. So Lolly went through and just like took the doll and tried to shove it through the smallest gap. Like she ended up shoving it through like the door handle of the oven. And it yeah. was like three centimeters. A, a very, uh, you know, Re- it was like that small. That's tight. Yeah. That you couldn't get a much tighter. It was very straightforward, but a, a good approach. Uh, and then we had Noel. He cut it with scissors, just tried to cut it into pieces and shove it through a cutting board hole. It was like really, you know, they kept talking <laughs> yeah. about it on the show because yeah. the show has a built-in podcast, which rules. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're like, yeah, it's very Jeffrey Dahmer of you. And, yeah, well, to, for quick correction, Noel tried to do it through a paper towel um, yes. hole, not a cutting board. That is cutting, correct. Cutting Joe board with the, the other board. white guy. Oh, Joe did the cutting board. Okay. Yeah. They both have OEs in their name. It's an understandable... <laughs> 
They both, <laughs> both Joe and Hugh also tried to blend it. Yes. Yeah. And Joe broke the blender, correct? Yes. And then they didn't fix it in time for Joe to do it. Or no, Hugh. Hugh, or, Hugh broke the blender. Hugh yeah. broke. I wasn't sure. I forgot who broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Dennis, full name, Man, broke the pe- blender. People with two first names for their whole name, it's wild. <laughs> Uh, and then somebody managed to get it through 0.9 millimeters. Yeah, somebody point, just pulled it through. 0.9 centimeters. Pulled it through like just like a door and a wall, and somehow think, it worked. I think that was Hugh. Yeah. And then Mel <laughs> drove to a Gap store. A baby Gap. <laughs> in 10 minutes, which I definitely believe. Uh, uh, the house is in London. There, uh, it... I was saying I believe it. Okay. And... That may or may not be what I actually believe. But, uh, yeah. She won, right? Correct? That uh, yeah, she yes. did win. Yeah. Wait, Baby Gap won? Baby yeah, Gap yeah. won. Baby Gap won. She won on Humor Factor. So, yeah, the yeah. Taskmaster can make whatever call he wants. He's the Taskmaster. Very much like whose line is it anyway, where at the end of it, it's uh, 50,000 points for doing sure. that thing. Yeah, the, I, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, this is it's kind of structured or not structured at the same time. Because, like, Mel gets the unstructured win, but she only gets five points, and that's, like, not, doesn't automatically make her win the episode. Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting because this show has a lot of, like, you know, very scientific, you know, you got 3.1 centimeters, and then nobody gives a shit. Somebody went to Baby Gap, and they win. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that definitely provides most of, like, some of its entertainment is is destroying the rules. Yeah, it's a great balance of Greg Davies' subjectivity versus this structure that we're talking about. We don't have the words to describe it, but it is perfect balance. Yeah, and our our next challenge, um, what was it? They had to score a goal with a... Wait, wait, wait. Are we not going to talk about how we would put the camel through the gap? I feel oh, like that yeah. is, I, I, there is a huge thing we yeah. need to talk about here. <laughs> what <laughs> ideas do we have? So, I was thinking you have to, they made a joke about like some guy was like, oh, like, am I supposed to birth the camel? But my first idea was like, you put your arm really close to your body mm. and you kind of like, you kind of pull the camel through the arm and the, and then how does that guy measure the gap? It's yeah, going to be zero. So anyway, it's an elastic gap. I think that's a great idea. Exactly. I would love to hear all of our ideas. I'm going to tell you my initial idea, which was a blender. So you know when they when they do what you want, and you're like, oh, this clearly isn't going to work. <laughs> Feels good. Feels good. I think the uh, spatchcocking idea was good. Yeah. Where you take all the stuffing out, and then you like shove it through a gap, and then throw the stuffing in secondary. I think that that's really, I think, the, the clear, clear winner here. Everyone was weirdly slow at dismantling the camel. Noel like was cutting it up so precisely in small pieces. I think you just have to like do a big slit and just empty yeah, out they, all the yeah. stuffing at once. Or just like take a knife and just go. I don't know the people that did the um, like taking out the intestines, like the the stuffing. There was a lot of stuffing that they actually couldn't complete the job. Because it was so hard to manage. Mm. Well, how would you do it, Mister Know It All over there? I haven't thought about this. Like it was the first challenge we saw, and I didn't realize the whole gimmick with trying to like interpret the rules. So I really thought it, they were trying to do some like birth canal shit. Um, so I wasn't. <laughs> sh- I, I was pleasantly surprised when I went through like um, not birth canal holes. Um, I'll have to think if I come up with anything creative, but right now my brain is not at that point. Well, think about the next challenge. I, I did remember one other idea I had, which was empty all the like guts out into like a big plastic bag, but now you have more room to work with, so you can probably squeeze it through smaller holes. Mm, like an octopus. Yeah, exactly. I thought when Mel was getting in the car, I thought she was going to run over the camel with the car <laughs> and somehow try to like flatten it, and that, I don't know what you would do then, but... You just so, run it over with a car. Is that a gap, though? I feel like I think that, it works. There's got to be some gap between the tire and the road. No, that's true. You had to get there. That's I, true. Maybe I, that's the ideal way to do it. There you I go. thought she was going to a subway because they're like mind the gap. Oh, Ooh, and just tossed it. <laughs> but <laughs> into oh, the train. Wow. I, I was very pleased. I did not expect to see baby gap. I was very pleased. That was really that. good. I think she was the rightful winner. Oh yeah. Question: Do you think that that house had matches? Yes. Oh. oh. Yeah. Set that thing on fire real quick, and then just I'm take the ashes. Ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> Brian, that's good. But you can you can make a big fire. Okay. Like, 
So there is one thing. It kind thing. of is an accelerant, man. Throw it in a garbage can with some matches. <laughs> there is one thing <laughs> I, I need know. to tell you guys immediately, which is I texted one of my groups of friends like, hey, has anybody seen Taskmaster? One of my friends who lives in Boston now writes back like, yeah, I did like Taskmaster game night with all my friends. It was really fun. Ooh. They have a board oh. game and stuff. I would oh. love to. I would love to do a personal Taskmaster. Yeah. I'm in. Uh, Annabeth, since you asked, what kind of sheep-related item would you have brought? That's a really good question. I have a, this is not a sheep, but I have like a stuffed, like a little alpaca dude. But I don't know if I have a good sheep item. I mean, alpacas are the sheep of the South America. Maybe I would spin (laughs) it that way and see see what that got me. They have pulled more bullshit on this show. I think the lamb shank should have won. That's what I would have brought. I, I was... Mouthwatering at that lamb shank. That looks great. Yeah. Well, okay. when you were talking okay. about hit how. Me, hit me, hit well, me. Okay, but before we move on from the lamb shank thing, <laughs> I have a pet peeve with the lamb shank. Hit me. It was a photo of a lamb shank. It wasn't an actual. So, no, 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 it was. It, no, it, it was. was. It was behind the stage. Oh, I ag- okay, okay. Then I I'm agree okay with, with you that you should be able to physically see, see, smell, and taste. But yeah. like when Lolly went up. Afterwards, they had all the items backstage. Okay, she, she did now. try to take a bite out of it, and it didn't seem very good because yeah. I don't know yeah. how long it's been sitting there. Oh, totally, the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody else have a good sheep item to bring in? No, I need time to think about it. <laughs> the The one that pops in my head is uh, Lamb Chop, the hand puppet. Oh yeah, Ooh. that's good. That's a good one. All right, well, let's go on to the next challenge. Uh, while everyone thinks about their challenge, we come back to it if you want. Uh, score. They had to score a goal with a plastic bag being scored on the least number of kicks. But also the time to get there. And time. And, and also you can't extra touch point, it with your hands. Extra points for style. Well, there was one extra point for the most style. Yes. So you get, you get maximum six points if you are the quickest and you got the style points. Uh, so... The one that was interesting in this was Hugh did what everyone here was thinking, like put it on his foot and then just like walked it. He like danced it into the goal, really. Yeah. Is really what he did. And it was very entertaining. It was obviously the best way to do it. I think he has to dance and actually, because like if he just takes walks forward, the plastic bag's going to slip off the foot. Yeah, kind of have to move a little bit side to side to get the friction right with the shoe so it doesn't actually slip off. Yeah, so uh, Mel got disqualified. Yep, because she touched it with her hands. Oh no, no, no. he said he was going to let it slide. Oh, okay, I forget. She that... she used a golf tee to tie it to her shoe or something. She should have been disqualified. It was also unclear if she was disqualified because he made a joke and then they just moved on. Yeah, because <laughs> like he made some, and I don't know what the joke was, but it was something to the effect of like, "I'll let you off with a little touch." Yeah, or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, then she's and like, then she's "Is like, that a good uh, thing?" Right. Yeah. And then nobody addressed it. We're like, okay, <laughs> next. Yeah. And then the only other thing to know is Joe won style points because he said he, he like ran around the studio when his video was announced. Hmm. Um, but Annabeth, how would you have done this challenge? Thank you for asking. I would have kind of like, I would have like gone down on the ground and tried to have gotten the plastic bag between my head and my shoulder and then stood up and sort of pranced through the goal. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I, I feel like I would have tried to get the ball into the bag and that was that was a bad idea. Because yeah. I think getting the bag on your yeah. foot is like clearly the best <laughs> they, they very often like put these other objects there as red herrings to get your minds working the wrong way. Totally. It, it's so good. Yeah, because there was a ball. <laughs> yeah. There was a soccer ball right next to it. So yeah. I would have immediately done that. And that would have been the wrong thing. Uh, mine, it, the way I would have done it is really gross. I just pick it up with my teeth. That's cool. a good idea. <laughs> I cool. thought about that yeah. too. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a valid. When they said no hands, I was like, well. But it's also funny. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem that gross. I mean, who knows how long that bag's been there. It seemed like a clean bag. Well, <laughs> it, it was also like a branded bag. It was like a special bag that said like tasked oh, on it yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a special clean bag. Yeah. I'm surprised no one, but I, I would have went kind of like the Mel route, but I would. you can take your shoe, one of your shoes off, right? So not even expose foot. And you can use your toes to stuff the bag in your other shoe. Oh, like a sock. Kind of. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I, not, not exact sock. Like, imagine just like picking something up with your toes, like off the ground and like literally sliding it into now like the little pocket of your shoe. And then just go walk in. 
Yeah, just tuck it basically into yeah. like your soccer shoe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think you're onto something with uh, taking your shoe off to use your toes, though, to get some extra grip. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Or you could put it, hold I, it in your toes, and then roll your body on the ground into the goal. <laughs> no I just, kick. I love how open ended these challenges are. I love that there's 20 different ways to solve them. It really does it for me. All right. Uh, Spoilers after, for my rating. <laughs> <laughs> after this, we had a mill punishment where they just gave a task. That, well, they showed a montage of all these mill. Like, oh, great. And like, you may recognize Mel from the Great British Baking Show, Break Off. Break Off. Okay. Uh, uh, seasons one through four. Um, I didn't really like her that much in that show, but she's great in this show. Uh, they changed the name to. In the I think US it's different in the US. UK, yeah. US mm. versus UK. Uh, before anyone tweets at us. Um, <laughs> Add who put this on? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> that was some good product placement right there. <laughs> uh, so she's given a task that she is alone has to do, which is hide this giant ball from Alex. So she's in the middle of this football pitch and is just trying to get this ball out the stadium. It's and huge. She, it's like giant. She's like a good like foot and half above her. Yeah, and she just can't. She can't do it. She tries to get it over the wall. Poorly, mind you. That is definitely not how you. She would do doesn't that. do a great job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, sometimes it was, it was very entertaining. Sometimes the hosts just like give people bullshit tasks that only they have to do. It's very good. This was such a good one, though. I wanted to see everybody do this one. I thought this was a really good task. Yeah, yeah. I was a little sad that she didn't get any points. Like, just give her like a point, a little extra. Uh, God, I have so much other stuff from other seasons I want to talk about, but I'm just going to keep it to myself. Uh, yeah, and then she also had other tasks where she had to blow up the ball <laughs> in the house and then take it out of that house and score a goal with it. That and they It literally was on there for like 20 seconds. Yep. Uh, side note, she had to deflate it to get it out of the house. <laughs> yeah, the nav, the, it wasn't in a garage or anything. Uh, but that was uh, that was very entertaining. I, I like that. Uh, the next challenge everyone had to do was there was a sleeping bag in a room, which the set dressing in this house is pretty good. Uh, and there was stuff in the sleeping bag, and they had to figure out what was in the sleeping bag without taking the things out of the sleeping bag or looking in the sleeping bag. Uh, so people were just like feeling and guessing what things were. Uh, most of them, at least. Uh, and then Hugh... He was like, well, I'm not taking them out of the bag. I'm dumping them out of the bag. <laughs> I and, kind of agree with Hugh on this. And the judges have would take none of that. You took them out of the bag, and he was disqualified. The judge. Uh, both judges were also, I mean, both of them were. But no, the, no, technically, there is one judge. The no, other no, guy's just right. a pat. He's just like, yes, sir. <laughs> you're right. There is one judge, but they were the assistant also disqualified was not happy about it. I think yeah. you made a really good case for this, though. I I, I I agree. This is one of the worst calls I've seen in Taskmaster history. <laughs> I I wow. disagree. He took them out of the bag. I mean, he just opened the bag and happened to lift it, and the things happened to fall out. Yeah, he I agree. Them. I would give it more of an accident if he like opened a shelf and like, oh, the sleeping bag fell off. I just opened the shelf. No, he picked the sleeping bag up and dumped them on the floor. He like literally that I, I that's taken that. Uh, side note for the audience: the items were a policeman's helmet, is skipping rope made of carrots and a rope, um, a John Grisham book, a Time tortoise, to uh, like a toy tortoise, a, a toy tortoise. Oh my god! Say a toy tortoise. They say tortoise. They say tortoise tortoise. It's very funny. Was there anything else? A frisbee. Oh, a with frisbee with fennel velcro. No, taped. taped. Uh, Claire masking tape. I think, yeah, taped to it. They kept saying it was velcroed on, so it was very weird. I mean, it must make a similar sound. It, maybe it was like cellophane, like saran wrap. It was saran wrapped. Okay. Somebody well, said taped. And it I just it definitely, it. they shaped in a way, like, I think they described it well on the show. Like those Velcro like circle paddles you put on your hand in yeah. the summer and throw the tennis ball back and forth. Uh, and uh, I think most of them got two right, which was uh, the book and the turtle. Yeah. 
tortoise. Yeah, the, most of them <laughs> thought the the Bobby helmet was a construction helmet. Yeah, somebody describes it as a YMCA helmet. <laughs> <laughs> You and know, the construction thought, worker from the YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. If you keep it as YMCA helmet, that works. That yeah, is a YMCA yeah. helmet. It's not the one you thought it was. Yes. You got too specific. <laughs> uh, well, hel- some people just said helmet, and that apparently was That's fine. not specific enough. Uh, so who knows? Did, anyway, Did anyone get credit for the skipping rope thing, or did they not because they didn't get the carrot no, part? they didn't get it right. No one got it because mm-hmm. of the carrots. Uh, one I, person broke the carrot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said it was a... They didn't say it was a butt plug, but somebody else said it was a butt plug. Joe, I believe. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know who won that. I think like three of them tied. Three of them got two out of five and they all got five points because they were first. So that's the end of the external challenges. Yep. Now there's an in-person challenge where they're like kind of on a stage in the studio and there's two parts. So the part one was prepare these items for the second part, which there's just a pet, each one has a pedestal with like eight things on it, and there's saran like saran wrap, wrap, duckies, oranges, uh, grapes, grapes. So like no one knew what's going on, so it's all just people just doing silly things. Yeah, somebody took it, and put it on the judge, took took all their items, put it on the judge. Uh, somebody wrapped their whole thing in saran wrap. That that those are the people that actually helped for the second part which was uh, put all the items in one hand and your other on top of your head and the fastest one wins. Um, so the person that Noel. put it all on Greg, Noel, uh, won because he just ran down there, put his hand, like felt <laughs> up Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and they counted that, the, the judge liked that. Yeah. I agree. And the I self- disagree. <laughs> oh. oh, what was the rule on this? I thought the rule oh. was pretty clearly that you have to be holding all of the items in one hand and the other hand on your head. Is that incorrect? That is correct. So I, I make the argument. Hear me out, which is he's not holding the judge with all of the items. He simply has his hand on the judge. I don't think that counts as holding all of the items. I think that's. Hmm. But you're holding part of the judge. Hold hold on. You're touching the judge. Well, I, you know, if he lifted the judge up, I would give it to you. <laughs> Holding okay. doesn't necessarily mean lifting. <laughs> Why did the other contestant lift the entire table with all of the stuff uh, cellophane wrapped to it? Okay, for our audience, I currently have my hand wrapped around Noah's arm. Am I holding Noah? Hmm. Are you holding Noah's shirt? Is a is a better question? Maybe that's a good question. <laughs> Like you do say, like you're holding hands, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're holding mm, that person. True. Yeah, the you're person not holding. Hold, when you're holding hands, you're not holding other person. Like when you got a firm grasp on somebody's butt. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> like, are you holding that person? Are you holding the butt? Are you is touching it, the butt? J- uh, wait, Chris, is it juicy or no? This is important. <laughs> Obviously, you got the Y part of the juicy, the the C and Y. Okay. I mean, I think there's a difference between a holding something and a holding something up. I think that, like, if you're just holding it, then it's like it is in your hand, you're holding it. But holding something yeah. up, there has to be some against gravity movement. <laughs> I, I believe the phrasing was holding. And the phrasing is very important in this show. But are you holding, like, if I am holding something, am I holding all the things that are touching that something? No. I don't think so. I mean, ultimately, if it makes the Taskmaster happy, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is clearly a thing where it was funny and they just let it go. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. And I think that's the, the beauty of the show is like, you know, you want to get to semantics on some of these things. I wouldn't give it to him if this was like the Olympics. Like, no, you're out. You didn't do it right. You're not holding them. You're just holding somebody's ass. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not right. So uh, to roll back a bit. Well, okay. How would you guys do this task? knowing perhaps if you if you didn't know what part two was that's too difficult it's it's too difficult okay because you know what part two is i feel like i would have taken some of that fruit and tried to squeeze it into that that (laughs) glass that was there i think that would be that was my initial thought when i saw that table but i couldn't see everything on the table at first they didn't give you a great glimpse they did not i would have i would have liked a longer look at the items to like sort of ponder what could part two be Yeah, yeah and i feel like they rushed it a bit and so 
By the time I was like, oh, let me look at these items, they were already just like doing stuff. I would agree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I was thinking I would like put them all in my shirt or something because I thought part two was going to be like transporting the items somewhere. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. I mean, I, I saw that jar up there and that made me sort of think and I saw like at least two different fruit things. So I'm like, maybe they have to consume something. So I was like, for a moment, I'm like, maybe you try to juice these fruits, but I had no idea what the other objects were. So it was tough. It was a tough one. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, the second part's obviously pretty easy. You try to put them on your hands. Cause... Once you know the uh, second part, you just got to take that uh, cellophane wrap and just wrap everything up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We might be past this point, but does anybody want to talk about how they would do the sleeping bag challenge? Okay. It didn't seem against the rules to put your hands in the sleeping bag Correct. and not look. And I was, I was shocked that none of these five people did that. Same. Yeah. Uh, I would have done iPhone recording on a stick. Oh, oh. I, I think I would have tried to accidentally get them to fall out of the bag. Okay. Do you think yeah. you could open the bag and you don't look, but you show it to Alex, the judge, that is and a- ask him some questions? You can ask him to look inside and tell you what's in there. Oh, that'd be good. I like Th- that. Like, there have been challenges. Okay. <laughs> there, there, I'm just going to tell you about one challenge. You are provided an egg cup. It's a small ceramic cup. And you are said... Collect as many tears as possible in this cup. You have 10 minutes. So some people try acting it. Some guy shows up with some like, uh, he goes to the kitchen and grabs some chili sauce to rub in his eyes. Um, Two two of them chop up some onions. And the final guy says, okay, all the camera crew, I need you guys to cry for me. And he starts like singing them like old Irish ballads. (laughs) 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 And he won. Um, He really cried? uh, he he was like a nice older, uh, gray-haired gentleman, Still, yeah, belting a... out an old ballad. It worked. Wow. You've got to give the credit to the crew there too, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Like really committed to the bit. I, I yeah. think I think he also used onions on them. But <laughs> it's, That's a good task. I love that. There are some incredible tasks <laughs> in this show. I cannot begin to describe. You see, like it, when when I hear that, um, I would have done is take a piece of paper and tear it. Into little pieces oh. and then put it in the cup. That that tears that, of paper. that would be a win, I think. Well, we'll never know. Yeah, uh, I'm not British. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want me to get started on the U.S. short-lived version of the show? Oh. oh, who is the judge? The judge is Reggie Watts, which is a weird choice. Who Reggie Watts? He's the, now like the co-host on uh, James James Corden. Yeah, and his assistant is little Alex Horn. <laughs> it's, it, it uses all the same like music and everything as the U, UK version, except I think it was on Comedy Central, and each episode is like 22 minutes. It just doesn't really work. You mm. can watch it on ComedyCentral.com. It's mm. really interesting to compare and contrast. Okay. okay. Uh, well, we can talk about who won this episode. Uh, Lolly. Lolly won. Yeah. Uh, she's in last place for the season, but she won this particular episode. Yep. Uh, she, I think she primarily won because she bought a sheep. <laughs> I mean, I thought she was doing pretty good at most of these challenges. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like she should have won more than I think she got credit for, but that's just being, you know. I mean, yeah. she, she had the most straightforward approach to most of the challenges. Like she would just kind of see it and then just kind of try to do what the spirit of the challenge is and not kind of try and weasel around the rules, I guess. She, she yeah. has done some like funny tasks, funny takes on tasks in other episodes. I think in retrospect, so I chose this episode because I'd recently seen it. I think I chose it because there's just a ton of great quips in this episode. A lot of quips. L- love they quips. Got, they got the Dwayne Johnson writers for this one. Oh, yeah. Got to shout out the Fast movies. You know? Oh, yeah. And you know, the Fast Nine's coming back. Coming oh, right oh, up. When are we seeing Fast Nine? 29th. The okay. Energy. Yeah, I'm around. Little interlude for everyone listening to know about the group's plans. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean we got a we got a talk, pot after it talk, again, right? Talk Last about, time we all saw that movie together. Talk about minutia, listeners. <laughs> you're whoa, all invited. Whoa. We did Fast Seven. Yeah, we did not do Fast Eight. I don't know why we didn't. You guys didn't want to do it. I kept trying to get us to do it. That doesn't sound right. I'm sure I wanted to do it. <laughs> I, I think some of us went uh, to see Fast Eight together. <laughs> But let us know at who put this on. <laughs> if we should do a Fast T- Nine tweet podcast, us. emails, questions, suggestions. Uh, Max, I, I gotta come back here. Yeah, 
I do not see Taskmaster Taskmaster as a credit on Reggie Watts's IMDb. Uh, I've seen the episode, so I don't know what to tell you. He Can we make this it. a new bit of the corner where like you got cornered? I feel like the internet <laughs> corners got you. He just removed that from his IMDb. This is too terrible. Could We're not be. highlighting it. Could be. J- just search for Taskmaster US. Yeah, I'll go to Google, but I was like, huh. Right. I, I will come back. Back you. in the corner you go. Yeah. <laughs> However, if you go down, there's a CW route. Don't go down that route. It's too complicated. <laughs> oh, right. That was a stern warning <laughs> to avoid that CW route. You are I've right. I've never been more curious it about was, the CW route. Yeah, it was in 2018. Um, yeah, it was on Comedy Central. You got Central. Lisa Lampanelli for some reason. <laughs> hmm. uh, but yeah, it's on his, not on his IMDb. Yeah, who knows? Boom, cornered. Weird bomb. <laughs> yeah. We need a little zinger sound effect. Yeah, we need the. Can we get the soundboard, Chris, for uh, Noah's internet corner? Can I hear your best bomb sounds, James? <laughs> sorry, Whoa. sorry to all of our listeners for your eardrums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows how You've been cornered. <laughs> all right, you guys ready for some questions? Should we do some questions? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who is the worst human being? Nobody. No one. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, uh, okay. Correction. Everybody is really mean to everybody in this show, particularly Greg Davies, but it's all in good fun. Can I pick on the audience? Yeah. As being the worst? I hated the audience in this show. Sure. Whoa. That's actually fair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the judge that's, that's new to us. Like, the judges are usually pretty harsh, but I think the judges, I don't know. Maybe the judge, I don't know. I don't think anyone really starts it. Yeah. Uh, to build on James's point, I don't think it was a fake laugh track. But they inserted audience laughter that sounded very fake and just a little too manufactured, mm. which was why I'm agreeing with James's audience as the worst people. Well, there you have it. Uh, is this in the apex or downgrade for the host? He was in some famous show before this, so I'm gonna say it's sort of the same level. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He seems like he's been like on two series that were like pretty heavy hitters. Um, it seems like this is the first show that he's like. It seems like very much his show. It kind of seems like his show. Uh, he's but, the taskmaster, and there's what yeah. like fourteen seasons of this thing. I think eleven or twelve, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of seasons. Like I'm sure, but also for, yeah. each season's like six episodes. Yeah, but it's probably once a year. That's it's been going yeah. on for yeah. twelve years. Yeah. Like I'm sure for analogy, that is really just wrong. But the way I'm thinking about this is like George Clooney in ER, like hit show he's like one of the big stars in it now imagine he does this show but he's like the host of it sure it seems like that type of comparison again i'm sure this is really poor analogy but <laughs> i'd buy it that's i'd buy it too. okay all right i don't know maybe not a downgrade <laughs> all right what's the most baffling cringeworthy moment uh brian you got one so many to choose from <laughs> I think it was got to be like when they tried to blend it up and they failed like so <laughs> badly. That looks so, it's going to be like so gross. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody tried to put water in with it. So it well, no, blend. I think that was that, a great move. Tr- drink it. Blends. <laughs> Will it blend? Yeah. Uh, Annabeth, do you have a baffling, cringeworthy moment? Um, I mean, Watching that man murder the toy camel was not cringeworthy, but very interesting. <laughs> and then watch it. We didn't talk about this, but there was a point where they um, they patched up everybody's camels back together to like give to them as a prize. And then you get to see these like sort of like Frankenstein camels. That was good. It was very good. For some reason, the Mel uh, inflating and deflating that stupid thing, that big ball, and yeah. uh, being on the show for like... 20 seconds something that would have that literally they told us took like an hour and a half seems uh <laughs> seems kind of baffling it did seem a little bit mean <laughs> like i just felt bad for the person <laughs> like you had to do this horrible thing for a long time it was like an hour challenge or something and then it was meaningless <laughs> can i tell you guys about another challenge Get yes okay four of them show up to that one room and they open up their thing and it says create a create a task the fifth person has to do four tasks that are created by the other people. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and it doesn't count for anything? Uh, if they correctly guess who assigned them this task among their cast members, <laughs> they win points. 
Yeah. Interesting. But I thought that was so good. That's that, a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, let's do drinking ones. Oh, wait, I got one oh, baffling yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Um, so oftentimes throughout this episode, Mel is wearing like a pilot's uniform. Oh, yeah. Like a pilot jumper. Um, it's kind of fashionable. Kind of fashionable. Also baffling because it's not that practical. Uh, well, it's more practical than everything Noel wears, which was like at one point he was wearing this like bodysuit with a skeleton on it that was like made of plastic also, and like, like golden yellow. high heels. Yeah. <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. I some, he, some, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, for some reason, the pilot uniform stuck out to me. Maybe I'm just sexist. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but you make a very astute counter <laughs> that Noel's outfit, much more baffling. Does Noel dress like this on Great British Bake Off? He does indeed. Okay. I remember this very clearly. Every episode, Noel's wearing something totally ridiculous. I'm like vaguely familiar with him on like the fringes of my mind, but I don't think I've like fully watched a season with this guy before. All right, let's get to drinking rules. And I've got a good one. So before every challenge, you pick somebody. And if they win, you get to give out a drink. If they lose, you drink. I like it. That's a good rule. Strong rule. Anyone else have any other rules? Brian, give me your rule. Um... I think when they like accentuate saying something funnily, like tortoise. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like it wasn't like oh their accent, like they were pr- pronouncing it purposely. Funny. That, that's just what they say. <laughs> so just like Britishisms, like yeah. when they're talking about the bin. <laughs> yes, I like that one. Uh, Annabeth, give me a drinking roll. Um, maybe puns. There were puns really factored into this show. I think you can take a sip every time there's a pun. Max, what do you got for me? Every time Alex Horn is just just like really takes on the persona of somebody's bitch, take a drink. <laughs> Very subjective of <laughs> you. <laughs> James, do you have a rule? I do. I will also self-admit that this is a personal rule. I didn't do it, but if I were to watch the show again, I would think this would be good, which is... Every time you don't get the British joke, take a drink. Oh, <laughs> oh that's good. Spoilers that happened a lot to me in this show. <laughs> Sorry, oh, buddy. The bin. The bin. <laughs> Didn't get it then. <laughs> Noah, Oof. do you have a rule? Yeah. Every time the assistant, Alex, um, when you ask him a question and he just asks you basically that question back in a different mm, voice, Yeah, <laughs> take a drink. Is this a gap? Is it a gap? Yeah. <laughs> Harrison, do you have one? Um, how about every time somebody gets disqualified, finish your drink? Sure. Yeah. Ooh. That's great. That's a good one. Happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I got to finish your drink. I, I got one more drinking roll. Every time you look at Noel and you think he's the birth child of Tommy Lee and Alan Rickman. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> uh, Brian? The final rule for like, if you really want a bad night, drink every time somebody gets burned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Uh, I would say drink when you think the person skirted the rules. Uh, I think that, that that's good. That's legit. Okay, it gives you like subjective fun thing to watch out for. Uh, all right, let's go into our second favorite question. Ooh. What's the production schedule of this show? <laughs> so I'm going to give you a factoid. Oh, oh, we got some Internet Corner production schedule here. No. I don't I don't know this part, but I think they do the sort of off-screen challenges very far in advance because sometimes they'll show up and it'll say like by the taskmaster yeah, it, they'll get a little, you know, a note card that says buy the taskmaster a gift, here is 20 pounds. You have 20 weeks, your time starts now. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so, just a good factoid for you. Hmm. Uh, I do think it definitely seems like they mix and match the like off sh- off site stuff into whatever episode they want to like make the episode clearer. I guess that's absolutely they just like definitely yeah. do that. So like, there's definitely two sections where they like film in that house probably for a couple weeks, and then film in this studio for maybe a week. Do each one because I I think it'll take. I never thought about that. You're totally right. Like they're totally chopping this up in whichever which way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's they don't why know what... so, sometimes she's in that pilot outfit, and sometimes she's not. Yeah, like they're not even being trying to be coy about it. It's like, no, they're yeah. like, okay, 
uh, each challenge you wear something different. No, because she was wearing the same thing for multiple challenges. So you might even see them across episodes, I'd imagine. I, I think that brings up a, qu- a question then. How many challenges do you think are just totally in the trash pile? I think I think quite a few. So um, sometimes there will be ties at the end of the episode. So they will throw in, okay, we have a tiebreaker, and they cut to another off-screen uh, challenge. Um that are usually like much shorter than the other ones. Um, I don't just, have a, like I don't have an example. Just off the top cut of it head. shorter. Yeah, uh, I, I do think uh, I do want to give a shout out to the editors of the show who really just cut it. I think exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super uh, good editing. Let's get to our third favorite question. Would the show be better as a Quibi? Absolutely not. They don't is it a Roku, it's a Roku original. original? Is it a Roku original? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you could do one task, but I'm not sure that would be a better show. It wouldn't be five minutes. No, like yeah, I, I think so. For me, piecing together one, the first six minutes were painful, oddly. Um, and I warned you. Yeah, and also knowing that the 22 minute version wasn't really working on Comedy Central, this leads me to believe Roku's not going to buy this. I mean. It- it seems to be like that dismantled show where they like threw food at the wall and then had to recreate that. Mm-hmm. That's like just a task. They could do that in the show. Yeah. So like, I think you could do one task, but it's got to be outlandish and like, you're not doing any of the setup yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I, is that a better show? I, I wouldn't say so, but so let's go with the no. Uh, should we get into ratings? Are we ready for ratings? Rate it sure. up. Let's do it. Uh, we do a stack ranking system where we do top, middle, bottom, third, based compared to other reality shows. And some people <sighs> might stack rank Excuse in me. their stack ranks. So, Brian, why don't you give it to me? I'm going to go bottom of the top. This gave me some good, like, Impractical Jokers vibes. And even though it's not, like, super outlandish, it was very entertaining. What do you got for me, James? Ooh. Uh... This show is going to go in the bottom for me, uh, going against the green, I'm sure. But uh, the reasons are very specific, which is, one, the audio mix I found atrocious for the show, uh, so much that it was just absurd. Uh, the laugh track, the clapping, the mm. audience cues, and, and just constantly sprinkled in throughout, so much to the point that I couldn't hear the host making their jokes, which kind of compounded because I also don't get British humor very well. So mix that with me not being able to hear it really just set me up for disaster. And I feel like because I couldn't really properly hear it, I just really couldn't properly enjoy it. And so I just got really bored. But having said all that, I did like the tasks. So that part of it is fun. Uh, so it will get a, a top of the bottom uh, for me. Noah, what do you got? All, uh, all very reasonable. Yeah. Um, this is going in the middle for me, but top of the middle. Uh, I appreciate what they're doing. The, the show got slow at parts. Um, like... As much as we give give them credit for the editing, because I think they edit the challenge very well, I think the back and forth to like what I call the reunion uh, when they're chiming in, <laughs> um, I would like a terrace house style a bit more, where it's more like staying in one place, then going back, like just in bits and pieces, rather than so hoppy. Mm. Um, and so for that, for me, that slowed down the the show a little bit. Um, the end, I think they could have actually lengthened a little bit um, that last challenge. So I think there's a lot of promise. I'm sure this is one episode. I would definitely give it another try to see what else is happening. Middle, top of the middle. What do you got for me, Max? Top third, top of the top. I've watched four seasons of this in two weeks. It's really good. Woo! All right, Annabeth, what do you got for me? Um, I'm going to put this top of the middle because I love the idea of the tasks. I love these like very open-ended, free-form tasks that are just like a stage for comedy. I thought that was great. Um, and I loved like how everybody kind of genuinely like had a good time, like on the, on the set, it seemed like a really fun show to be a part of. And I think I might make it, might like it more if I watched more episodes and like got more invested in these particular people. So top of the middle. Harrison, what do you got? Uh, yeah, this is definitely going to be a middle third show for me. I mean, I think it was, it was definitely good and entertaining. I liked the task a lot. I liked a lot of the banter between the people on the show and the hosts and all that stuff. I loved, I loved, um, both the taskmaster and, and the assistant. 
uh, I thought that it got a little bit long by the end of it. Like I, I'm, I, I understand. I think why they tried to make this like a 30 minute show for kind of U.S. purposes. I think that it could be a little bit tighter, maybe. But I, th- I thought it was good, though. Man, harsh critics. Uh, I think it's top third. I, I agree. It was a little slow, and like back at the audience was not not great. Like I, they definitely need to. Ugh. I hadn't thought figure, about figure, the audio mix at all, but I completely agree. It's bad. figure that out. But yeah. uh, the challenges were golden. I always wanted to see the next, the doing the next challenge. I think a quick jump thirty seconds button really would help the show out a lot, and I that's okay with me because uh, we watch a lot of garbage. There's a lot of reality garbage out there. So top third, uh, start out with a banger. Uh, thanks, Max. Max suggestion, and uh, that's it for this episode. Oh. I want to talk about the mommies and daddies of this show. Oh, okay. I didn't know if... Uh... Or I, I want to talk about cousins. I want to talk about documental. I want to talk about impractical jokers. It is a platform for comedians to be funny. Well, it's really like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, it's yeah. It's very, very much the daddy of this show. I would agree with that, yeah. It's like weird random challenge, but like this allows the writers to get more involved in like the challenges and stuff. And, like, gives them more structure so they don't have to be so... Because, like, whose line is anyway? Not many comedians are good in that kind of environment. Like, they're just, like, not going to happen. Whose line, it's unbelievable they got the right people for that the first time. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So, like, this this definitely lets comedians do their shtick and doesn't have to, like, fit into, like, the whose line shtick, you know? And it's very... This is also very whose line in that everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you do get to win a bust of the uh, <laughs> yeah. the guy at the end of the season. So the only thing that's less surprised about whose line is it anyway? It's like it's literally an improv show on TV, and there's a pretty thriving like improv community in the country, right? Like you yeah, can, a lot can of choose. Whereas like documental um, in this show, it's not a standard form of comedy. You have to find people that can like swim a little bit, you know, mm. par- partially an actor. Um, so I feel like you don't have as much of a slam dunk with the show compared to improv on TV. Yeah, but improv is hard. Like, oh, I'm not saying it's easy, but because there's so many people that are very good at it in the country, you can find like top talent and hopefully hit hit like a home run out of the gate. Mm, I don't know. Uh, all right. So should we do shout outs? Brian, you have a shout out since we've been off for a while. You got anything going on? Yeah. Uh, Master of None season three. Kind of like an, it like. Because it's been so far along off the air, like I had to go back and watch season two, but then it it kind of jumps ahead into like a nice point and like feels feels classic. Before watching season three, which I actually haven't watched yet, I rewatched the Thanksgiving episode. It is so fucking good. Yeah, the Thanksgiving one really really stood out. Yeah. James, do you have a shout out now? Noah, shout out. I do. Um, so we got a couple coming in here. Uh, we've been off the air for a month, if people don't know this. Um, there's a lot of TV that's been going down. I won't, I won't recap everything, <laughs> but, some, but some things. Um, new Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale is out. Uh, dark, creepy, scary, and it's excellent. Mm. Uh, obviously, we've given a shout-out. We had a bet, Brian and I, on the season finale. Um, when will those Quibi shows start showing up on Roku? <laughs> <laughs> I am still adamant they only like announced it like a week after because we made that bet. <laughs> like they wouldn't have done anything if we hadn't said that. What, what were the think, stakes? I think there's still contention because not all the Quibi shows, just some. <sighs> Is it not all of them? No. There uh, are a couple that didn't make the leap. I think oh, whoever that, said it happens, happened. Who's the taskmaster? <laughs> Who do I have to appeal to? I think, I think for the pod, it's Chris, right? <laughs> you know, sometimes. You're definitely the meanest. I feel like <laughs> what, what was the? I don't remember what the bet, what the stakes were. Um, Do you the, have to have a redneck margarita? Is that? I is believe that, that was the stakes. Oh, yeah, I think so. It, it's a redneck oh. margarita, I'm, and the bet was the Quibi shows will um, appear on Roku prior to October. I believe it was something so, like that. Something yeah, like that. yeah. And I was uh, okay with this because I hadn't had a redneck margarita when you first had them. So I've oh, only heard the ever? horror stories. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a big timer. Well, we can't uh, do that right you. now. No. Next time. No, uh, you need to tell me what the ingredients are so I can go pick them up. Mountain Dew tequila. I have. I think I might have tequila. Thank goodness. 
Um, but there's a show called um, Flipped or Flip It. Um, it's a pretty funny comedy series. Uh, I'll give that a shout out. Uh, the last one I'll give, so I don't want to take up all the time. Um, Dave season two comes out <laughs> next week. Uh, Dave season one, if you haven't seen it, like I cannot recommend a show any more than it. It, it is incredible. Uh, go go watch it. Shut off this podcast. Go watch that. <laughs> oh, Max, you got a shout out? I have two shout outs. One is this show I've watched a ton of called Taskmaster. It's very good. <laughs> oh. Um, the other one is an anti shout out. One of my friends who doesn't listen to this podcast and has questionable taste told me <laughs> to watch The Nevers on HBO, which is the latest Joss Whedon thing. Joint. Oh. It's a joint. Joint, yeah. Joss um, Whedon joint. Get it? It's one of the clunkiest shows I've ever seen, but unfortunately the core mystery kind of rules, but I wouldn't recommend it. But if you watch it, it's it's good background TV. It's good background TV. But it's uh, not good. Okay. I'm so, so nebulous. It's I've an anti it's an anti shadow. I'm just I've, gonna stick with Taskmasters. <laughs> I've seen three episodes of this. It gets and better. it's like hard for me to like I have no motivation to watch the remaining three, other than it seems like there's a crazy ending. Yeah. That people tell me. Yeah. And that kind of motivates me, but I agree with you. It's like meandering and like, what's this show about? And like it's one of the it's easily the clunkiest thing yeah, i've ever seen on hbo like, there's no, there's oh, no through. uh mirror of Easttown, great show watched all of it great through and through would recommend 10 out of 10 I there's was, only six episodes of the nevers yes it's that hard it's really clunky huh i wouldn't say it's hard it's just like there's no plot line moving forward that i'm like really compelled to keep watching anyway annabeth you got a shout out this week um, Harrison introduced me to a wonderful show called Pawn Stars oh, that oh, I am God. really into. <laughs> it's got some great weird objects. It's got haggling. It's just overall a delight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Annabeth, are you going to go to the Pawn Star shop next time you're in Vegas? Yeah, absolutely. I've never been to Vegas, so this is now like top of my list. <laughs> Who's your favorite Pawn Star? Um, Rick, the dad, not Dirtbag Son. Dirtbag Son. What about is Chumley? Terrible. Chumley, I love. I do like Chumley a lot. That's man. the right answer. Old man is too mysterious for me to rank. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. What? Recommending Pawn Stars on this show? Oh, it's <laughs> Chris, it's so good. It's not good. Don't <laughs> watch Pawn Stars. We've done it on the show, haven't we? Yeah, we, we have. Long I can't time remember ago. what our rating was. Like season one. It might have been before ratings. Man. There was a time before ratings? I don't know about that. Uh, I think there was a time before ratings. Well, Fuck. We're going to have to go to the data. Got to bring it back. Well, retroactively, I wasn't there, but top third. We're going to get your rating added to it and see if we can bump that, that <laughs> retro score up. Oh, that is man. a good quality show. No, not. This is make up the prices. It's all fake. Like, get, get out of here. No, it's all <laughs> real. <laughs> Harrison. Do you also shouting out Pawn Stars? I mean, there's been a lot of Pawn Stars going on at our place, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to have to be Pawn Stars this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was going to shout out Mayor of Easttown. Very good. Really like that show. I think. Sorry for together. stealing that it from came, you. It came together really well. I, uh, my second shout out is uh, Fast. I've been watching the Fast movies mm. in preparation for Fast 9. Oh. And like, there's some real questionable... Like Fast Seven, what's that plot? Like, okay, yeah, sure, but Five like, is so good. Five peak, yeah, peak. easy. It's, it's very good. Seven, like eight, eight no. is also pretty good. I, I, I haven't eight gotten eight. I haven't watched eight. Eight's next. Eight, eight holds up. It was good. Like eight. It was good. Uh, and Justice for Han. We need. I need. I need more Justice for Han here. Like, I need. I need. I need that coming back to me at Fast Nine. They better. They better do a good job. You can't be bringing up fast topics when there's no spoilers allowed, Chris. No trailer spoilers, even. I didn't told. talk about the trailer. I know. I'm just telling you, we can't. We not, gotta, I haven't watched this is a dangerous game. I haven't okay. watched the trailer. James, I can't spoil it. I know. Some of us have seen the trailer, so I have to abstain from comments. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you'll see a future pod, uh, Fast Nine. Uh, anyway, Can it be brought to you by Corona. Yes, the only. <laughs> We only live a quarter mile at a time, James. And uh, one redneck margarita. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'll bring the bucket of Coronas, but Brian gets the rednecks. Ugh. All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter. I do with this on Facebook.com slash you with this on. You can email us questions and suggestions at who with this on at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next time. Joss Whedon's pretty accomplished.
Look at how shriveled his like thing is. <laughs> no, no, that. Wow. <laughs> no, you, look at this. What are you pointing at, Max? <laughs> I, I will say it's, it's, it's an even audio like podcast. the right shape. <laughs> thank you. Thank you? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> it's just it's been compressed for so long. 